It's not always easy choosing kindness as your response to less than kind behavior. But today we get to hear how one amazing girl at the raw age of 13 did just that and how choosing kindness has gone on to make massive waves in her school, community, and beyond. You're listening to Rock Your Kindness, a new podcast presented by Love What Matters and dedicated to highlighting incredible stories surrounded by kindness. I'm your host, Tracy Farron, author, speaker, cancer thriver, and online creator. But what I really love to do is inspire others to be kinder to themselves and those they encounter, because you never know how your kindness can change the trajectory of not just your life, but the life of another. When I was 10, my family moved to El Salvador. I wouldn't say that I was too excited about it at the time because I grew up in one place and my parents were moving me to a whole different new place. There I went to an international school and they were just people from all over the world. The one thing that I like to say that unified us was the fact that all of us were from different parts of the world and there was nothing really that unified us other than that. My experience in that school was amazing. The people that I met there were kind since day one. I never felt that I was being treated bad by anyone. I felt welcomed, accepted. And I feel like as a cultural Salvador just has a welcoming environment. I learned Spanish in El Salvador. I'm personally half Mexican. And so even though I was in Mexico, I was able to get to know my Hispanic side a little bit more and embrace that culture. And so it was a good three years and I'm very grateful for that experience. I love that. So something that a lot of people don't know about me is I am also half Hispanic, Mexican and Filipino. And then my mom is as white as they come. So (laughs) I am a mix. But I grew up with my mom's side of the family and not the Hispanic or Filipino side. And so I really don't know that culture. It's amazing how like things that happen to us as a kid can really stick with us for a lifetime because I am a little bit older than you. (laughs) And I remember when I was young, oh my gosh, like we're talking elementary. And I remember telling someone, oh yeah, like I'm half Mexican or Hispanic. And they're like, oh, you are Spanish. And I said, no, they're like, well, then you're not really Hispanic. Yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm not Hispanic enough, but I'm Mm -hmm. not white enough. What the heck am I? And as a little kid, like you don't know how to process that. And the Mm -hmm. way I processed it was really attaching to my mom's side Mm -hmm. and maybe not embracing the other culture. And so the fact that you're so young and you got to do that, I'm just gonna be honest, I still haven't really dug into that aspect. And I probably should, I'm sure it would help a lot. And so when I heard you say that you got to embrace that side. I just think that is so amazing. So you're back in the U.S., had a great experience in El Salvador, I take it. So let's go back to eighth grade because that's kind of where this all took place. Tell me what was going on. Yeah, so in eighth grade, I was extremely shy, especially because I was the new girl coming from a foreign country and everybody knew somehow. (laughs) I actually remember the first day I was there, someone coming up to me and being like, hola, like I don't know Spanish, but hola. (laughs) And I was like, well, I speak English too. Like it was the funniest thing, but I had made a friend group from actually that person. I like stuck with that person and I made a friend group with them. And I just noticed that 
people within the friend group were not treating each other with kindness or acceptance. A lot of the times, especially at the age that we were, it's cool to be mean to each other. (laughs) And Mm. so I had experienced teasing, especially because I was the new girl. They would make fun of my Spanish accent because the Salvadoran accent is different from the accent that we have here. They would make fun of the way I dressed, my hair, my shoes, whatever, you know, little things. So I would go home to my mom and I'd be like, this is what everybody's saying. And she would listen and give me advice for a couple of weeks. And then finally she was just like, so what are you going to do about it? And at the time I didn't realize that I could do anything about it. I was in eighth grade. And so it kind of sparked an idea in me and I was like, oh, let's like try to do something to show kindness. Cause I personally knew the importance of kindness and what that does. It unifies people. And so we brought pizzas to school one day and that day it was mainly about the pizza because middle schoolers and pizza they love pizza and so after that I wanted to do more my mom used to be a graphic designer and she put the logo together and I was like let's put this on a bunch of t-shirts and give them to the students at my school so that year we were able to have our first let's be kind day yeah the year that you did the shirts because I guess the pizza sparked it but that wasn't like your official let's be kind day correct that was just like your first act of kindness how did you get the money to buy pizza for everybody was that expensive yeah because of our experience in El Salvador we have people who support us so my mom reached out to one of the families who had supported us in El Salvador and said hey Rebecca wants to do this would you buy the pizzas and so that family bought I don't remember how many pizza boxes it was I think it was around like 15 from Costco. <laughs> we have Costco pizza at every single one of our events, actually. But we bought the pizzas with support from that family. Okay, so is Costco going to... Have you reached out to them like, hey, guys, like, we need y'all to sponsor? Have yes. You- I think it was like two years ago, maybe a year ago, we reached out to them and we're like, hey, this is what we're doing. And they gave us gift cards to buy pizza for one of our schools, actually, nice. my homeschool. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Something you said, I kind of want to dive into it. You said that eighth grade was like 13, 14. Yeah. Because I have an eighth grader right now. He's just turned 14. And this is not him. He does not fall in this category. Thank goodness. He's as tender as they come. Yeah. But why do you think so many kids think that it's cool to be mean? Can you explain that or what you've seen as to why that is? I think being kind has to involve you being vulnerable. It's hard being kind to others. Everybody struggles with it. It's something that you have to work at. But when it comes to being mean, you just have to say something and it's not that hard. (laughs) I feel like it's more normal to be like, oh, like your hair looks weird today instead of being like, oh, your hair looks really good today. It takes intentionality to say those kind words instead of when you're being mean, you just look or see or experience one thing and you're like, I could be negative about this. And especially when you're in the middle school and you're in high school, we're all trying to figure ourselves out. So within that, it comes from a place where people are struggling to figure out who they are and what that looks like being with other people. And again, it's just the easy thing to be mean. At least for me, what I experienced was it's easy to be like, oh, you're Spanish accent is weird instead of being normal like me. So I think that when you see something different other than what you've experienced, it's easy to be like, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah, but you weren't like that. You don't strike me Mm -hmm. as the kind of kid 
that is probably self-centered and mm-hmm. mean. And so it's like, there are kids like you. I think that my 14 yeah. year old is one of those kids. He's so sweet and so tender and he'll come home out of frustration of how mean the kids are to teachers. And it's so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And he tells me this stuff and I'm like, honey, I know it's hard. He's an old soul and mature. And I get yeah. a sense that's you too. So yeah. mature, old soul. So there are kids like you. Well, sorry, you're not a kid anymore. But <laughs> when you were talking about you in eighth grade, that can make such a massive impact and such a difference from one little idea. Yeah. And honestly, Rebecca, when you were being teased and stuff, you could have retaliated. Mm-hmm. That probably would have made you feel better in the moment. This was something I had to learn as an adult. <laughs> so you learned it way sooner than me, but it never feels good long term. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just in the moment makes you feel good. You talked about the shirt. Let's just dive into that for a minute, because after mm-hmm. you did the pizza thing, then you had the thought to do T-shirts. What do those shirts stand for? What's the purpose? Yeah. So in the beginning, we were just trying to figure out what it was is something that will remind students of being kind and what's something that would. Um, and so with the T-shirts, we've found that one, it's free. like all students will grab something free, whatever it is. But two, like I was saying, when you wear it, you can't really be mean to others. You're wearing a shirt that says, let's be kind. So it keeps you accountable and it reminds you to be kind. With our logo, not everyone can tell, but it's like open a little bit on one side. And that just represents us keeping our circle open for others to join, reifying the unity aspect of what we're doing. And it shows others that, you're trying to be kind and it reminds others as well that kindness should be at the center of how we treat others within our interactions with others. I love that. First of all, props to mom because <laughs> the logo, Rebecca, is so dang cute. Yeah. So cute. But when I noticed the circle open, I'm like, there has to be a reason mm-hmm. why it's not a closed circle. So I love that you touched on that. And then you mentioned that when people are wearing the shirts, it's kind of hard to be mean, which is true because then you mm-hmm. look like a fool. What mm-hmm. were the students reaction to you doing this? I think with the pizza, people were just like, oh my gosh, there's pizza. Um, Free food. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was one person that was like, what, why are you doing this? Like, what is this for? And we had signs that said, let's be kind to each other on them, not knowing that would be the name of our brand one day, but or a nonprofit. But I was like, well, we're just trying to spread kindness. We're just trying to have an act of kindness on school campus. Like there's nothing behind it take a piece of pizza and go tell others, go share it with others. On the actual Let's Be Kind Day, the students just embraced it for who knows what reason. I did a announcement like five minutes before lunch started. And as soon as that announcement ended, there were people running before the bell even rang. And we don't really know why they were so excited about it. It was something that was foreign to them. And so that day... Everybody had a t-shirt on. Everybody was participating. I had a friend come up to me and say, you'll never know how much this means to me. I feel like I am cared for and seen by my peers. And I also think that it helps that all the teachers were wearing a t-shirt. The principal was wearing a t-shirt. Everybody on campus was wearing a t-shirt. So it wasn't something that one person was just doing. It was something that everybody was participating in. So you kind of weren't the odd man out grabbing a t-shirt. I was just thinking that, Rebecca. So it's almost if you didn't participate in kindness, then you were. Yeah. So it's almost like you guys were making kindness cool, which is yeah. something that's been on my mind is how do we make something 
cool that so many, like you said, think aren't. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you did the pizza, you did the t-shirts. So 2020 came. How did that affect what you were doing and what did you do in 2020? Yeah, so 2020 was the year where we were going to be on more than one campus. The year before we had been on, I think it was my middle school and high school side. And then Kaiser Elementary participated that year. 2020 came and I'm pretty sure we had the majority of our t-shirts ordered. I think it was like right before we were going to order them, everything was shut down and stuff. So luckily we didn't order all those t-shirts, but we were kind of like, what are we going to do? Because part of what we do is we're on the campus in community with the students. What we had decided to do that year was for the graduating students of the schools that wanted to participate. So the seniors, the eighth graders and the sixth graders, we were like, if you want a t-shirt, you can come by this coffee shop. We work out of a place called Field Work. It's like a startup for nonprofits. And so they actually have a coffee shop that the owner started and it's called Buenas Coffee Shop. And we had all the seniors, all the eighth graders come by and pick up a t-shirt. And a lot of teachers actually showed up too in support of those graduating students because they didn't get a graduation. They didn't get the end of the year stuff. So we did that. And then for the for some other schools, they like did it some other way to where their graduating students got a t-shirt too. But that's kind of how we did it that year. We didn't have the capacity to do it the same. It wasn't going to look the same because nobody was on campus. And then the next year, again, you were like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? Because there were still some restrictions and stuff. So luckily, towards the end of the year when we did it, things were kind of opened up a little bit more. So we like packaged all the t-shirts in individual wrappers so that it was safe for students to have their t-shirts. But it kind of set us back a little bit because schools didn't have the funds to be able to buy the t-shirts. And so luckily, we had a group of people, very generous people. And that's when we started partnering with different companies we had people that sponsored schools. We had a school sponsor another school. It was actually really cool seeing the community come together like that. Parents were buying t-shirts, companies were buying t-shirts, schools were buying t-shirts for other schools. So we were able to do, let's be kind days, a little more traditional how we usually do them. And more schools were able to participate in you know, let's be kind days. Yeah. So tell me about the 2021 campaign that you ran. You reached out to some social media influencers and stuff mm-hmm. to make this happen. And then you really started working 
with brands that you've been working with that are sponsoring? So that year, each t-shirt is $5. So you give $5, you buy a t-shirt for a student. And then when we promoted like our own store, it was like, if you buy a t-shirt, you're buying like five t-shirts for a student. My mom is really good at fundraising. She's really good at asking people for money. And I'm very grateful for that because it's really hard to ask people for money. For me, it's a little awkward. It's a little uncomfortable, but she's like, nope, I'm just going to go up and be like, hey, (laughs) we need this amount of money. We all have our strengths. (laughs) Yeah, she's great. We reached out to Vans and that year they gave decks, they gave backpacks, they gave shoes, and we were able to give those as like a raffle prize to our schools that participated. And the next year they gave so many pairs of shoes and we couldn't give away all of them. So we ended up donating them to families that weren't able to buy shoes. So Vans were still a huge sponsor. We have Phil's Bake Shop. He's been with us actually since I was in eighth grade. He's a local mochi donut shop and he's given donuts to every single event that we've done since my freshman year. So there's just people like that where we have sponsors from local companies. And then we have big companies like Vans that are sponsoring us too. So you brought two cities together, I believe. Mm -hmm. And April has been dedicated for the Let's Be Kind month. Yeah. What happens in April? And why April? Was there a reason why? Yeah. City of Newport and the city of Costa Mesa, they declared April as Let's Be Kind month. For the longest time, our Let's Be Kind days were in April. That's just where they fell. And so they were like, oh, the Let's Be Kind days in April let's have April be let's be kind month. Now they're not in April, but we still try to do more advertising and stuff like that and promoting the t-shirts and what we're doing in April. We were kind of like, why April too? Like, why did you choose April? But I think the main thing was just where it fell on a day that was in April. Yeah, and that makes sense. What happens all that month? What's being pushed in the mm-hmm. cities about kindness that's going on? in Costa Mesa, they have signs and they have different things that they put up, but the city really puts out the message of we're being kind to one another. Aside from partnering with us, the city does their own thing. It's been different each year. They make sure to promote us, our logos everywhere in Costa Mesa in April. And luckily for Costa Mesa, April isn't just the one month where people are like, let's be kind to one another. Let's wear our let's be kind t-shirts. The community as a whole has accepted and is embracing let's be kind. And so they've made every month a let's be kind month or kindness month in April. It's really just pushed more for Costa Mesa. With Newport, for them, it's just, let's wear our t-shirts. Just because we're not in Newport, I think that it would look different if we were located in Newport. But for Costa Mesa, they've really honed in on, okay, this month we're going to do this. But throughout the year, it really doesn't change aside from signs being put up. Why do you think this movement is resonating with so many? I think a lot of people have the same experience that I had. And they didn't realize that they could do anything. They didn't have someone to be like, okay, so what are you going to do? A lot of the people that I've met with that have kids that are in school are seeing that they're experiencing the same things that they went through. I think especially with the parents, they want to make sure that their kids have a different experience. So the city and 
the people that are participating in all of this, I think what they want is for a change in the school system and how people interact within that system. And so I think that's the main thing is that people are seeing the same thing that they experienced in their students and in the people that they care about. And they want to make sure that changes. Yeah. And something on your website, I just want to read it. So it says the problem oh. is being unkind diminishes a student of a fun, mm-hmm. fulfilling experience at school. Yeah. How many people can say that was their experience? Really, unless you were maybe the mean popular kid. Yeah. But even then, if you think about it, looking back, are you really going to think and you mature and you grow? Are they really going to think that their experience was fun and fulfilling? I don't know. So that's the problem. And you said a let's be kind solution is let's be kind provides a purposeful act of kindness to create a safe, unifying culture on campus. And I just love that. I always talk about Mother Teresa and how her quote about you cast your stone into the pond, it makes ripples. And you started at your school level, right? It started with you. And then you did something and that ripple is slowly just getting bigger and bigger. And I would love to see it across the U.S. One thing at a time, right? Let's start (laughs) the school in the city, in the state. But with time, that is going to spread because people are going to realize the benefits. I was not a bully, but I stood up to them in school and I didn't pick on people. And I was a kid who I actually had friends from all the circles. I really didn't have my own clique. It was just, I had a skater friend. I had a this friend. I had a that Mm -hmm. friend. My son's experience is he's had a little bit of bullying and mama was like, "Mm, mm, mm." no, no, no. And this was something that I kind of want to touch on, but I don't know if it's something that you do touch on or you thought about, Mm -hmm. but I just know if you let something go too far, Mm -hmm. how bad it can get. You hear about it all the time. And something that I was thinking about as I was putting all these questions together and doing my research on let's be kind is when that is not the focus and the opposite, which I guess would be bullying and hate and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. When someone has to endure that so long, sadly and unfortunately, it's terrible, but sometimes suicide comes from that. And what a terrible thing to grow up and look back and realize a certain kid in your school did that. Yeah. And you were part of that puzzle Mm -hmm. of being mean. And we always hear about these school shootings. Some of these kids are the kids who were picked Mm -hmm. on. And it's like, you guys being kind can prevent so much of this. And even to take Mm -hmm. it a little further with even the social media, you never know what somebody is going through. Yeah. And to have grown adults, Rebecca, grown adults being so Mm -hmm. hateful. And it's like, wow, does that make you feel powerful? Mm -hmm. Do you know what that person is struggling with? And your hate comment could have pushed them over that edge. Yeah. That doesn't feel good. But at the same time, I feel like kindness, love is a cure. Mm -hmm. And how your kind comment to someone at school, your kind comment to someone on social media could be what pulls them off the ledge. Yeah. How powerful is that? So is that something y'all touch on about Mm -hmm. how it can affect mental health and suicide and stuff like that? Yeah. So in the beginning, we had no idea what the impact was going to be like that we were going to have on schools. And it was my sophomore year of high school that I had one of my friends commit suicide. And with all the feelings that we went through, me and my mom sat down and we talked about how it really came from 
the people that were being mean to him. I knew that there were things going on within his own life. And he wasn't one of the popular kids. He was actually someone that was bullied by other people. And so for me, I had to figure out, okay, what is this going to look like now? Because I felt like there was something that we all could have done as his friends. So in terms of let's be kind, you don't ever know what's going on in someone's life, but doing something small can always change someone's day, can always change someone's life. My mom actually sat down with the head of pediatrics and they said what your daughter is doing can change the community in the schools and what they meant by that was it will change the way the students feel on the school campuses and so we are a nonprofit that can change the culture on campus in terms of students feeling alone and feeling hurt by people that are bullying them so like you were saying a lot of the times the people that are bullied they become the people that do turn to suicide, do turn to school shootings. I don't think that we're set up to be a nonprofit that specifically hones in on mental health. But part of what we do is social emotional learning. It makes kids think about their own mental health. Part of Let's Be Kind is you're not just being kind to others, you're being kind to yourself. So we have the capacity to be able to prevent those things from happening, to change the way things are going for those students, because we found that more students aren't turning to being mean towards one another. We actually had a principal tell us at the elementary level that they have had less people come to the principal's office, whether that comes to fighting with others or having bad behavior or whatever. They're having less students come to the principal's office because they have implemented Let's Be Kind into their school program. It's something that we've definitely talked about, especially when we experienced that as a whole at my school. And I think that experience even made people think about what it is to actually have kindness be at the center of what they're doing. After that, I think that especially the people that were closest to him realized that it's important not just to be kind to your friends, not just to be kind to the people that you know, but to the people around you. So that experience in itself changed things on my campus. And I would hope that other students don't have to go through that on different campuses. I hope that it wouldn't take someone taking their own life to have them understand that it's important to be kind to others, especially when you don't know what's going on in their life. Yeah, I love that. And I'm so sorry that you had to go through that at such a young age. And like you said, it shouldn't take that to wake people up. You don't have to go be best friends with somebody. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But when you're walking down the hall, can you just say hi? Does it take anything away from you? Mm -hmm. Especially you popular kids. Is it going to hurt you to say hi and smile as simple as that to someone who is not within your circle that maybe that just made their entire week? Hi and a smile. Oh my gosh. She said hi to me. How cool. Like just make somebody's day because I can promise you that doing those types of things that just feels so much better and is long lasting Mm. than the being mean. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of people do grow up and regret. Mm. I would hope (laughs) they Mm -hmm. would grow up and regret that. And I get what you're saying. I get that you're like, we're not set up for going that in depth on it. I totally respect that. But I'm glad that you get, though, that what you are doing Mm -hmm. is directly impacting those things and hopefully lessening 
that. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So your focus isn't just being kind to others. Can you tell me a little bit about why you talk about being kind to yourself and why that's important? We actually just partnered with someone that has a Be Kind to Yourself book. We actually had the book given to each classroom in the elementary school level. Each teacher got a Be Kind to Yourself book. And it shows students how important it is to be kind to yourself because you can't be mean to yourself. And also be kind to others. You can't be mean to yourself and live a life where you're thriving in every aspect because at the center of it, you're just not being kind to yourself. And that can have a lot of damage on your own personal experiences, the way you think about yourself, the things that you say. Your kindness starts with you being kind to yourself. It's important for students to understand that because a lot of the times I don't think people think about, okay, I have to be kind to myself in order to be kind to others. I think that people think, oh, it should be easier for me to be kind to others. And they don't think about the kindness that has to be shown to yourself. I think one of the hardest things is probably showing kindness to yourself and going back to the strength versus weakness thing. It's a strength to be kind to yourself. It's something that has to be learned. And luckily for some people that may come easier. And I also think that hones in on what we were talking about, the social emotional learning, you're learning when you realize that part of kindness is showing kindness to yourself, you're learning how that's going to impact your own life and how to do that for yourself. Girl, I'm going to need you to run for president. Just saying, we can talk about that as well later. Something that I say that I believe wholeheartedly is you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. And I know talking about projecting, it's probably overused, but it's true. Mm -hmm. Right. When we're not kind to ourselves, it's clear. It's clear by the way people behave, the way they behave and interact on social media. And it's hard because we're human. But I always remind myself and tell others, instead of getting mad, doesn't mean it's not going to sting, doesn't mean you can't process it yeah. or don't need time to process. But instead of getting mad, like when someone is rude or tries to insult me on social media, my first yes, I'm like, ouch, gosh, you have to be so mean. Yeah. But my thought immediately is you're hurting. You're not happy yeah. and something is going on in your world. Because if you weren't, if that wasn't the case, mm -hmm. you would have not just been so mean. Yeah. And so I think reminding ourselves of that is important. And I totally agree with you. You can't give what you don't have. Mm -hmm. You can't lend somebody money if you have $0 in your account. Yeah. So build up your own account, your own self-love, self-worth, self-kindness, mm -hmm so that you can give it. 
And as you're giving it, be sure to constantly fill your cup because I'm also a believer that if you don't constantly fill your cup, you need to Mm -hmm. plead yourself, which I've been there. Don't want to admit it, but I have been there. You have to constantly give so that you can give to others. It would be great if more people could understand. I don't know like your background or anything, but I was raised a Christian. And so my beliefs kind Mm -hmm. of stem from that. I did a little bit of research in the Bible on love and in one way or another, it was constantly repeated to love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm-hmm. And something that, at least in my church circle, that was always taught was love your neighbor, love your neighbor. And it dawned on me one day, why are we constantly talking about loving your neighbor and not talking mm-hmm. about loving ourselves? Because if we're supposed yeah. to love our neighbors as thyself, but we don't know how to love ourselves, how are we going to love our neighbors as we're supposed to? Yeah. So it's kind of like you got to put the horse in front of the cart. Yeah. And I do think, especially in the Christian culture, I think mm-hmm. that can have a negative, like, oh, don't be so worried about yourself and self mm-hmm. and self. And it's like, yeah, but when you're not thinking about yourself to a detriment, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. And so for all the Christians out there, maybe that resonates a little bit more. Think about that. It's right there said so many times. And I always tell people when something is repeated, why? It's because it is so important. And that is why the same thing is repeated in so many different ways throughout the Bible. Yeah, And I love that. I just have a couple more questions is Mm -hmm. you started this when you were so young. What are some things that just stand out to you immediately with what has this all taught you? What have you learned? Yeah, I think it's definitely taught me the importance of your communities. I would not have been able to do this without the people that have backed me up. My mom, the people at field work. I've had so many people mentor me and and teach me what it means to be not only a founder and CEO of a nonprofit, but a leader within the community. And for the longest time, I was like, what do you mean I'm a leader within the community? Like it's taken me a long time to be able to accept that I have impact like that and that I am a leader within my community. I've had women who have their own nonprofits that are leaders within their own community. I've had women come alongside me and and teach me what it means when you're sitting in a room filled with men, especially me being a young woman in a room that is mainly a group of older men. And so the community that I have around me supporting me, that's been one of the biggest takeaways that I've gotten from my experience with Let's Be Kind. And I'm extremely grateful for the people that have supported me, that have taught me, that have spoken into my life and guided me. I definitely have had a really hard time because I'm shy. And this whole experience has brought my extroverted side out. And so it's definitely taught me how to interact with others and talking about kindness. It's taught me how to be a more kind person because you can't promote something without acting on it. For a long time, it was hard to be the let's be kind girl because I felt like I always had to be kind. There couldn't be a moment where I wasn't kind, but I'm telling people that it's okay to struggle with that. And it's okay to have a learning process with it. I had to take that to heart and in my own life and realize it's hard to be kind. Of course, like we were saying, eventually it becomes a habit, but knowing that it's okay to mess up, to slip up sometimes, of course, make sure that you're aware of it and take accountability for it. But community, 
being kind within my own life. Those are some major takeaways from the whole experience. Yeah. And I think what you're really saying is you're human, right? I think you to your core, you're kind or kind person, but you're also human. And I feel like to my core, I am kind as well, but I am human and I step up. And like you said, the key to that though, is being able to recognize that and correct it. When you don't recognize it, that's a slippery slope that you could just be going down forever. And then I love that you're being taught and mentored how to be in a room full of men or businessmen and how to carry yourself. And here's the thing. I know you're young, but like, again, (laughs) age isn't a thing, right? Your wisdom and your heart and everything that you have learned, your old soul. So you belong in those rooms and you have so much value to give. So never forget that. There's so much that we can learn from you, whether we're younger or older. I just don't want you to feel like your age. Like, no, you have so much to offer this world. And I don't think there's anything wrong with owning that, being confident, but humble. It's a thing, okay? (laughs) How can people support your movement? What's the best way to support it? So we always like to say buy a tea wear a tee and share it. When you buy a t-shirt, you are sponsoring a student. When you buy a t-shirt, you're buying, it's around three to five t-shirts and that goes towards a student in a school. And when you share it, when you're spreading kindness, but you're also promoting the nonprofit, buy a tee, wear it, share it. So you can go to our Instagram. I think it's at Let's Be Kind Day or our website. It's www.com let's be kind and you can donate there and there's a whole bunch of information on there too it kind of has like our whole I guess you could call it life story yeah I love it what's the best way for people to connect with you is it on your Instagram account yeah we do have emails and you can find those on our website and I think our Instagram but when it comes to communication our Instagram is your best bet in getting a hold of us Awesome. And is there anything that you maybe have on your heart that you want to share or you feel like maybe something I missed in a question or any last minute thoughts that you have? I just really hope that people are inspired by this and they choose kindness within their everyday lives. It doesn't matter how young or how old you are. You can always make a positive impact on the world around you, like Rebecca did with how she transformed negative interactions with classmates into something positive and even starting a nonprofit. We should take note and strive to respond to others in a similar way. The next time you encounter someone who is being less than kind, take a deep breath and respond with kindness. Trust me, this will make you feel better in the long run. If you know someone this story might resonate with, send them a link to this episode. Also, tag me on Instagram at Tracy Farron and let me know what part of this story resonated with you the most. The best way to help support this show is to rate, review, and subscribe. Your support means everything. Until next time, rock your kindness. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.